I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. joining me today as always is my friend emily lynn hi emily hi Brittany. are you i'm good welcome to the last episode of the cantabite dispatch <laughs> you know it's not my last and it's not my first it's my a hundredth a hundred episodes Jesus fucking Christ. I can't believe you made it this far. I know, right? Like, I feel like it's a pretty big milestone. It is. And it's weird because it doesn't feel like a hundred. No, it definitely doesn't. And, like, usually podcasts, you know, do, like, they're like, oh, yay, it's a hundred. And, like, I get excited when I listen to, like, the hundredth special episode. And I'm like... I'm recording that right now. Like, it's such, <laughs> it's so weird, but it, it's a good weird. It is a good weird. And we were talking about this before we started, but we're both n- nervous about recording this one for some reason. Oh, yeah, I'm terrified. I don't know. It just, I feel like there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, there's a lot. And, I did a lot for this episode. Just just hinting. I, okay, that's, that's something because I did jack shit. I have been spending the last couple of days on a special project that I'm going to show you, Emily, at the very end of the episode. Did you kidnap Ben Mendelsohn? <laughs> no, that is a person. <laughs> this is a project. <laughs> project like it's a project like kidnapping somebody involves work you gotta do a lot of prep emily that's gotta a have like a, that's a, you gotta i'm just saying i think kidnapping would qualify as both a project and a felony i guess but no mendo unfortunately damn I guess the other reason I feel weird doing this is it it does feel sort of self-indulgent because we were basically bullying people into sending us stuff. 
it's like we're those kids you know you know those kids invite like the whole class to their birthday even though like they don't like like half not like like half their class and then like you show up on your birthday and like everyone's there and you're like this is a lot of people they like me there was that slight moment where I'm like, oh my god, nobody said anything in. Like, like Thursday afternoon when we had one email, I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna be so depressing. <laughs> our one email, our one birthday candle on the candle bite cake. But no, we got a lot of friends and family that sent in voicemails and emails and a lot of fun stuff. So I'm really excited to dive into that later, this episode. Yeah, first we have a little bit of Star Wars news, I guess. Yes, because the Star Wars gods decided to bless us with some news on episode 100 of our podcast. So, we got a new stormtrooper in town. It's a Sith trooper. A Sith trooper. What do you think of the Sith trooper? Okay, if you follow us on Twitter, I was poking fun at it a lot. I actually think it's kind of cool looking. Like, it's really striking. And I want to own this in at least, like, one toy form. Probably, probably just I'll get the Black Series. I mean, it would have to be pretty fucking cool in the movie for me to get the hot toys of it. But it's cool looking. I, again, the color's neat. I, I understand, like, yeah, it's just red. But there's a reason they use red a lot is because it's, it's in really, it pops. And I like some of the changes on it. It has, like, the grooves in it, which are interesting. And it's got some slightly different shape in the helmet and stuff. I am unsure on the name, and I'm going to remain unsure until we know what it means. How about you? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I didn't think that we were going to get a new Stormtrooper. I mean, the last time we got a new Stormtrooper was for Rogue One, I believe. You know, like the... The Dark Troopers, or I forgot their names, but those guys Death Troopers. Death Troopers. I love the Death Troopers. Like I think, I, I think the Death Trooper might be my favorite design. I think it's the best from Lucasfilm. But we'll have to see this trooper in action. I really hope that we actually see it in action, because I feel like we didn't really get to see the Death Trooper in much destruction in Rogue One. So hopefully this Sith Trooper lives up to the name. Yeah, what that name means, like, who the fuck knows? Because, like, on the face of it, with what we know of Star Wars lore, it's nonsense. <laughs> but also, then I think about Kylo Ren and his whole personality, and I'm like, oh, him just, like, attaching Sith to a trooper for no fucking reason at all totally fits yeah i i'm okay with the name but i just you know i'm scrolling down on this starwars.com article and you know i'm looking at all the possible merchandise for this thing like you have hats you have pins you have halloween costumes your child or if you're very short you could be a stormtrooper for halloween they're they're really pushing this, so it better fucking do something in the movie. I have a feeling it won't. 
<laughs> do you, are are the Sith troopers? Well, first of all, are the Sith troopers even plural? Or is this Sith trooper something like Phasma? I think they're plural. Like, I think there's multiple Sith troopers. But I feel like if it was just one Sith trooper, we'd get a name. You know, his name would be like Paul or something. Paul the Sith trooper? Yeah. Man, fucking Cardinal got fucking ripped off. <laughs> I know. I saw all those tweets about Cardinal. And, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it's Cardinal's cousin. Uh, where runs the Cardinal? <laughs> Nothing that's actually a word. It's like orange. Like, what the fuck rhymes with orange? Cardinal. But, um, let's see. There's a very nice uh, tiki cup. They really are, and they're really pushing the whole tiki cup thing. Like, I, there was like a couple of tiki cups at the Star Wars celebration. Then the shirts. And then the Funko Pop. If anyone's collecting Funko Pops. Do you want to get this Funko Pop? I'm, I'm, Pretty much done with Funko Pops. Oh, okay. Oh, like, yeah. Like, if there's a particularly, like, one that I, like, super want, like, every once in a while, something like, I think they're doing some Mad Men ones, and that's going to be pretty hard for me to not get, because I'm obsessed with that, but the Sith Trooper, I don't really, it doesn't, I don't know, in Funko Pop form, it doesn't really do anything for me. Hmm. I think it looks yeah, fun I'd rather, to touch. Yeah. Not like sexually touched, but just like to, to grab. Oh yeah, just because it has the like the ridges on it. Yeah, like didn't like Colleen say that she had long nails and she'll play it like a xylophone or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Love it. I think the gun is stupid looking. Yeah, it doesn't look like, like it the... does anything special. Like just goes like pew pew, and that's it. Yeah, like, I understand aesthetically. You probably need to make it red to match the rest of it, but it also is kind of dumb that it has like a matching gun. I think it would like maybe it would look stupid either way, but well, maybe it's red because so that you know when everyone's picking up their guns, you know this Sith trooper knows that his gun is red. Maybe he just really likes the color red. You never know. There's a hot toy too. Yeah. What do you suppose the little... So on the one... Above the one knee is the little boxy thing. What is that? Do other stormtroopers have that? No. They don't. Maybe it's a store like detonators or something. It's a weird place to store things. In your kneecap. <laughs> I would store things in my kneecap if I could. It's a, uh, it's a horrifying thought. Like, you know, so that you, know, you don't have to carry everything in, like, your purse or your wallet or something. Just stick it in your kneecap. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sith Trooper. Cool. I mean, hopefully it actually does something in the movie. Like, for some reason, I think, like, the more that they're promoting it, the less that we're going to see it do something. Yeah, it just, it has that kind of feel 
where like sort of like when they overhyped Phasma. But I think I think this is going to be even less than that. Who knows? I mean, Phasma's still in merch like to this day. I mean, I still go to Disney and see, you know, Phasma shirts and shit and she's not really in the movies anymore. And I don't even know if she's going to be in this movie, which she probably is. Like I think she's dead, but I'm always wrong, so who knows? Look, I like Phasma, and I wish they would have used her better. But if they bring her back again, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Well, hopefully they do something good with this guy. I mean, like, it's the end of the saga. Like, all the stormtroopers are going to die anyway. So at least they look good, you know, while perishing to the defeat from the Rebel Alliance or the Resistance. But do you want to move on to the next news? Yeah, sure. So, it was announced recently that The Mandalorian is heading to Disney's D23 Expo. Uh, Just a quote. uh, D23 Expo attendees will also get the chance to explore the Lucasfilm Pavilion, a first time for the convention, which includes a special exhibit showcasing the evolution of Stormtrooper designs, including the new Sith Trooper from Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Sick. I'll be there. Yeah, get some good pictures. Yeah, and I caved in on something. So it was also announced, uh, I got a letter from the D23 Expo because I'm going to the convention for the 17th time. And they announced that they are also doing a fucking reservation system for the panels, for the showroom, for the the store for everything. So guess who got a ticket for Friday? Me. I'm going to guess you. Me. And then Rusty and Carlos. Because I think that we might have a chance to go to the Disney Plus panel wall where they're going to show a quote sneak peek quote of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I was trying to figure out whether that meant they're showing the first episode or not. Dude, they're totally fucking showing the first episode. I don't know. It's awfully early. Dude, they're already working on season two. So I think that they have everything, like, mostly done. I mean, maybe if they're getting it done specifically for this, but... I mean, thinking about the the sort of, like, special effects work and the post-production stuff that would go into The Mandalorian. And we're still months from the premiere. Yeah, like, three months. I mean, people get screenings of movies, like, really early, like, all of the time. But, I mean, maybe they just did this for the first episode because maybe it was the plan to show this at the convention. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I kind of hope it's not just because, and don't get me wrong, like, it'd be cool if you guys get to see it, but then I have to go in, like, total lockdown mode over spoilers. And three months is a long fucking time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I hope so, too. Like, the chances of that happening, I think, are high, but... I don't know, like, I'm usually wrong with these type of things. Like, I could have sworn that for the Phantom Menace panel, we were going to get, like, an Obi-Wan 
thing announced and of course we didn't get that but you know with this convention star wars is one of the big names that you're gonna hear i mean the next day they're having a you know a live action panel and they'll probably show a behind the scenes reel of the rise of skywalker like they did two years before for the last jedi yeah i mean hopefully at least this means they'll finally put out an actual official trailer for the mandalorian so people can stop watching that cam footage (laughs) yeah Have they have they said anything more about how the reservation system is going to work? No. Okay. So I got this long email from like the head of D23 and they basically said that they're going to create an app for this and information will come later. And it's already the like the middle of July and the conventions in a month. So I definitely think they should start giving more information about this because this is going to be complete chaos if you know, we get an email about this, and then we don't hear about it until, like, you know, the day before the convention starts. We have to make reservations and everything. Because that was one of the biggest, you know, stressors of, you know, Star Wars Celebration was, you know... They completely fucked it? Yeah, and just, you know, making reservations, then being nervous if you got in or not. And I don't know. I mean, like... I've only been in a good position with this reservation system and i'm prepared to get fucked over but i don't know like i really liked how things were before like i would have so waited overnight in a line in a disney dungeon you know because that's how important disney and star wars is to me like i not only go to these events for star wars but i go for you know all the disney movies seeing like what's new and everything and we get behind the scenes stuff and it makes you feel special when they bring out you know, a whole band to play music for Mary Poppins, like, two years before it comes out, you know? Or a whole orchestra, but... Yeah, the other thing I would say that's weird is the reservation system as opposed to a lottery. Now, credit Star Celebration, the smaller panels, you know, you could go on and reserve a spot, but the big ones were, were lottery. So... I mean, is it going to be like there's going to be a like a drop date where you have to be online and then, you know, you're just like, look at the, even the wait time to get into to be able to buy tickets for celebration. Is it going to be like that where, well, sorry if you're at work or anything, you're just fucked. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing. So this is what the email says about the advanced online reservations. OK, so for the first time ever at D23 Expo, we are excited that guests with a ad- activated badges will be able to make advanced reservations online for shopping times uh, for the store pass guaranteed entry to select sessions including performances in hall d23 using stage pass and reserve times to meet special celebrities using our talent pass more information will come soon following how advanced reservations will work so stay tuned that sounds like they still don't know and then Interestingly enough, like, I was looking online at, like, different, like, you know, different people that have been to the conventions and who are reading about, you know, all the minor information. So, it's interesting with this expo because um, D23 members get 
preferred seating and all this stuff. And it still counts for this convention. And the reason why I am a gold member for D23 is so that when I go to these conventions, you know, I get preferred seating. And so that like a couple of people in my group do too. So when I first read this, I'm thinking, shit, you know, I've wasted what, $120, $150, you know, a year because of, you, you know, but I don't know. I Hopefully this will work out. I mean, I know that different conventions do like reservation systems. Didn't New York Comic Con do like a reservation system thing? Well, they do a, like they do smaller, like again, it's a thing where like smaller panels you can reserve, I think, but then they do, well, last time it was like a mixture of lottery and line. Where I don't know what the percentages were, but like a certain amount of them were done through the lottery. And then if you didn't get in the lottery, there was still a chance for you to get into the room if you lined up the day before. I mean, not the night before, because you can't, they don't do overnight lines at all in New York. But if you got there like first thing in the morning, you could probably, you could maybe still get in. Hmm. I mean, I would definitely do that for this Disney convention, especially with, you know, the Mandalorian. Like, I don't know. It's it's tough, but hopefully Disney will take care of this, you know, like, you know, Wreath Pop took care of Celebration. And hopefully the communication is good with them. I hope we find out more information, you know, as the weeks go on. And the thing that sucks, too, is that they said, like, when you get your badge... You know, you only had two options to um, get your badge through, like, first-class mail and then, like, picking up at the ticket window. So those people that pick it up at the ticket window are fucked, basically. Well, didn't the celebration, they do a thing where, because, like, I know that, like, for the international people and stuff, they could use, like, the confirmation number that they got in their email. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't say anything about, like, a confirmation number, but, I mean, hopefully they do that. Because I want it to be fair for everyone. I mean, I don't know how many people are traveling across the the world to go to this convention, but who knows. Well, hopefully it all goes smoother than Celebration did. Yeah. Hopefully. But um, the other thing is we got opening dates for Rise of the Resistance. Yes. So there are two separate dates. So I guess what Disney is doing for Hollywood Studios and Disney World is they're opening it earlier than Disneyland's, which... I think it's because I think that they're having a lot of problems still with the ride here. But yeah, December 8th, 2019 at Disney World. And that is also Walt Disney's birthday. So I think they did that on purpose. I mean, they always do that shit on purpose. Like, oh, it's Walt's birthday. We're going to do this to honor him. And especially like something as immersive as in Galaxy's Edge 2. Like, that's his fucking dream. Like, he wants people to not feel like they're, you know, on Earth or anything. Like, he wants people to feel like they're in this, like, magical place. So, he would like that if he was here. And then, uh, Disneyland Park, Friday, January 17th, 2020. 
Okay. I mean, it's interesting. I'm sort of just interested because it's supposedly such a massive undertaking that I'm I'm interested to see what it turns out to be. Yeah, I mean, I was a little underwhelmed with Smuggler's Run, so hopefully this will be better. But, I mean, it's a whole different ride, too. Like, I'm more of a coaster person versus, you know, like, simulator ride. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be, like, a whole experience, too. Like, you know, you're captured by Kylo Ren, and different shit happens, and you see, like, Poe, Finn, and Ray and the gang, so... We'll incorporate some cool stuff on that ride, which will be fun to witness. But yeah. Yeah, that is one, like, I mean, I don't really particularly care about rides that I'm never going to go on, but I am, I would like to see, like, a whole behind-the-scenes tour of that one. Yeah, I hope the Imagineers, like, post something, like, they kind of did with the whole Galaxy's Edge panel at Celebration where they got a drone and went around the park. Like, I want to see what went into creating this ride. Because from what I remember, at Disneyland Park, you know, one of the first designs or one of the first things I remember seeing built were the two at-ats that are inside of this ride. Like, that was the first thing I ever saw from Galaxy's Edge. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, because I remember people thought that they were just going to have, like, giant at-ats, like, just chilling. But, nope, it's part of the ride. Yeah, and I I have no idea what this ride actually is in terms of the ride bit of it. I know it's, like, a trackless ride, and you, like, go... Th- I'm trying to think of, like, what it's like. Like, for some reason, whenever I see it, I think of Indiana Jones, where you're in, you're in the car, and you're... Kind of going back and forth to different places. A little coastery, but, you know, you're still on the ground. I don't know. I'm really jealous, though, that it's at Disney World first rather than Disneyland. But <laughs> I won't make an impulsive decision to go to Disney World for this, though. Trust me. I learned, I learned from my mistakes last time. That's good. Yes. All right. Uh, do you want to move on to Bedwatch? Yeah, let's get into some episode 100 fun times. Uh, we said we were going to do Mendo for Bedwatch 100. Okay, first of all, we're, we're not not Ben Mendelsohn. Like, we're going to have to say Krennic because we use Mendo interchangeably. And I think if we're talking about how he is in bed, we can't do that. <laughs> Okay, so I I think you should go first because I think you have a lot on your mind. Okay, well, here's the thing. Is I have to separate this into two parts, sort of. Oh, no. (laughs) No, well, no, because what I'm saying is what I, without getting, like, too explicit, what I fantasize about versus, like, actually looking at the character from a rational standpoint as stupid as it sounds to say rational standpoint when we're, you know, evaluating how they are in bed. But I try not to be like, well, I think he's hot, so automatically I think he's good in bed, you know? Like, I don't want to do that. And personality-wise, I mean, at, at the very least, he is going to be 
incredibly selfish in bed. I think I think that's not up for debate. He probably doesn't know that women can orgasm. <laughs> that's my hot take. I and I think it's just like he absolutely does not give a shit. But on the other hand, I also think and because, you know, like, my whole objection to, like, Obi-Wan and shit would be, like, the romance and the, like, emotional and the eye contact and the crying and, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make love. Krennic is not going to be making love. It's going to be fucking. And that is appealing. Also, could definitely get him to, like, rock me up. Define rough up for the audience please <laughs> I, I mean how much detail do you want on that I mean however much you want to talk about I mean I don't want I don't I don't want to like make our podcast into porn I mean more than it already is but you <laughs> there's this this British sitcom uh, coupling which I which I adore and there's this there's this quote from it where one of the guys um girlfriends sa- says I I asked you to to, to to tie me up and treat me mean uh, that's sort of what I mean that's a beautiful way to describe your feelings <laughs> But no, that is like I. You could you could get him to to, to 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 like tie you up and treat you mean. Like he would totally be into that. I think. Yeah. Like if you want, if you don't want, you know, like slamming into a wall, rough sex. He's he's one of your dudes in Star Wars. I think he'll really want to keep that cape on, but we'll take it off because he knows that it's fucking weird that he's having sexual relations with a cape on. But I mean, you can have sex with a cape on, but you have to have more than just the cape on. Yeah. Like, it would have to be like pull down your pants like you know like bathroom quickie type of thing if you want to have the cape on where you're mostly dressed you can't be like naked except for the cape i know and then i just think like something about chronic screams bathroom sex to me (laughs) railed by mendo in a bathroom stall yeah like i just think that's his like preferred method of fucking is just in a bathroom stall well, yeah, it's because, and it's sort of like, okay, he just, something went wrong with the Death Star, and they're, you know, stalled on something, or he just had an argument with Tarkin, and then it's like he needs to get the aggression out and prove that he's in charge, which is definitely a thing with him. And so then it's like you go into the refresher and bang. 
He likes that challenge, though. I feel like it with with women or whoever he wants to fuck. Like, I think that when someone, you know, puts up the fight, he wants to prove that he is worthy. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he would want you to put up a fight as long as he can win. In quotation marks. Yeah, then it's just this whole, you know, sec not sexual battle, but, you know, it's like, you know, when you play a game with your significant other and, like, they obviously suck at it and you're like, you know what, I'm going to let them win. Like, you have to let Mendo win or else he's going to throw a fucking tantrum. Yeah. I mean, because there are, there are people in those positions where you go, okay, I bet in reality, like, you're a huge submissive. But I, I don't see that with Krennic because, because Krennic's position is still so tenuous and he is still working towards power, I feel he'd want to be super in charge and is definitely going to be the type to take his, his aggression out on you. Consensually. Of course. I mean, at least in my case it would be. But... Yeah, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get Obi, like, under no circumstances is Obi-Wan going to choke me when we're having sex. Krennic totally would. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I don't really have much else to say about Mendo other than, you know, he would fuck in bathrooms. Or, like... (laughs) I don't know. Like, you know, when I first think of, like, a Mendo sexual experience, like, (laughs) I just, a Mendo sexual experience. I just think of me just being like, okay, like, going along with it. Cause it's like, you know, in my, in my, like, weird, weird train of thought or, like, my weird scenario, like, I've been with Mendo for a while. And he always likes doing this thing where he's in control. And, like, finally, like, I'm just fucking done with it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're so bad, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just going along with it at this point. I mean, you could definitely hit him back. I wouldn't hit someone in bed. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if I'd do that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying if you were so inclined, you could hit him back and that wouldn't stop the festivities. Maybe. Maybe in the scenario where I am with Mendo, I will play back. You know, I will roll the dice and land on go and collect my $200 and he will see that. And get mad because he wants to also collect $200, but he is in jail. So, I'm comparing this to Monopoly. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to say you're a little unclear in that <laughs> metaphor, but all right. I just don't know. Like, Mendo's not my... Do- like, I, I feel like I still don't know enough about, like, Mendo. Other than he fucks in bathroom stalls and he probably leaves leaves his socks on when he fucks. Black satin sheets. Yeah, but then like, uh, you'll have to replace them all the time. 
Well, yeah, but he, what does he care? There's people who do that. Yeah, I know. It's sort of like the capes. I guess. He's got he's got minions for that he shit. He does, but God, all those all those sheets are getting ruined by Mendo juice. <laughs> you know, maybe it is time we end the podcast. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, I mean, Mendo Juice, me saying I want to get choked by him during sex, like, I feel, I feel like, where do we go from here? Well, we can share, like, positives of screwing Mendo. Like, what would be, like, the... Or that was a positive. (laughs) Emily! (laughs) (laughs) What? You're very right. It's like hot in here, and I don't know if it's just like hot in this room, or like hot because it's like a hundred degrees, or because we're talking about Mendo juice. <laughs> you gotta stop saying Mendo juice. <laughs> I don't think I can stop. Anything else you'd like to add? No, it's just going to get way too filthy if I do. Uh, I mean, part of me thought that it would get filthy. I mean, like, I knew that, you know, you'd, you know, take the wheel. Thought about no, it No, of course. Like, I I knew going into this bed watch that, you know, you take the wheel. And then I would just, like, insert, you know, just random thoughts of, you know, what I would think a sexual experience with Mendo will go. But, I mean, this is exactly how I imagined it. <laughs> Look, there's only, there's only so much I'm going to, in a podcast, get into my, like, the details of my personal sexual fantasies. Mostly because I feel like that's something probably my friends mostly don't want to hear because it's weird. But, but then we've, we've, you know, we've given a general outline of them that I think is sufficient. I wonder if we should t- timestamp this seg. Like, I, I wonder if like people listen to this podcast and actually listen to Bedwatch. Besides Fresh, you mean? Yeah. I know Kim does. I mean, yeah. I mean, people keep. We still are getting Bedwatch suggestions. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's it's interesting how we've evolved as podcasters. You know, like we would talk about Star Wars news, and now we're talking about how sex with certain Star Wars characters will go. Well, the thing to remember is, we didn't really know each other when we first started recording this podcast. Yeah, I I I, I agree with that. I mean, really, the first, like, real conversation we had was the first episode we recorded, which we then dumped and re-recorded. That was hilarious. I wonder if we still have that. Uh, I don't think so. I think I, I think I got rid of that. I think if we ever get a Patreon, which I don't know will ever happen, I don't think that we're qualified. <laughs> but 
<laughs> we would have to include, or if, if there is ever audio from our very, very first episode. You know, it's like that pilot episode of a TV show that, like, never airs, and then it's online. Everyone's like, wow, this is the pilot. Yeah, there's, like, there's like one or two actors who are different. Yeah, like that Game of Thrones one. Like, I, I want to see that. I think that would be interesting. Hmm. Well, that was Bed Watch. Hope you enjoyed. Look, if people are still listening to our podcast at this point, they basically know what they signed up for. And if you're new to the podcast and you get to this point and you're like, holy shit, what am I listening to? Then we're just not the podcast for you. And that's fine. There's lots of Star Wars podcasts that don't talk about what it would be like to have sex with various Star Wars characters. Exactly. You, you, uh, to the point on that explanation. But I really like this segment, so. I do too. I just don't think that Mendo is, like, my cup of tea. Like, I don't think I would fuck a dude like Mendo. Like, I just, he screams. I don't want to say, like, fuck boy, but I just hate the idea of dudes being, like, so into themselves that they get themselves hard, you know? In... In reality, yes. In fiction, kind of into it. <laughs> well, just like, I'm not actually going to f- fuck a space Nazi in real life. I'm not, I'm not, you know, into fascists, which he d- most definitely is. But in fiction, I'm like, oh, God, it's, you know, it's chronic and it's Tarkin and it's called a cop from Star Trek and it's all sorts of horrible people. Yeah, I mean, like, I could see like one time maybe, just like it's like, when you go to Costco and get all the free samples, like I would want a sample (laughs) of Mendo's dick. Wow. Yep. I mean, it's like mini sized. No. Because, no. I don't know. I mean, it can be, or if it can't be. Like. Now I'm thinking of like when you get those, those cheesecake samplers that have like the, like four or five different kinds of cheesecake on it when you don't know which kind of cheesecake you want. Just like a dick sampler platter. Yeah, I mean, like. Especially in the Star Wars universe, you know, you might like a Wookiee dick, you might like Mendo dick, like, you never know, you know, like, you can close your eyes and spin the wheel, Opa Twi'lek dick, you know, like, you you never know. Yeah, go out there and experience all the wide variety of dick, unless you're not into dick, and then, you know, go explore the wide variety or whatever you are into, if you are into anything. Do you prefer dick? Or, like, just, like, the words. Because there's, like, there's different ways you can say, like, a dude's penis. Like, there's dick, there's cock, there's penis. I use peen sometimes when I feel like being, like, PG-13. No, I don't like, I don't like peen or any sort of, like, cutesy uh, thing for it. Uh, Penis is a little bit clinical. 
Yeah. I I generally use dick. <laughs> yeah, I I I feel like dick is cleaner. I just feel like cock is like so dirty sometimes. Like yeah, they you know, they had this discussion on the Geek Dudes podcast, which you don't, you should all listen to. It's great. Um I think they were all cock dudes. But no, I think I think cock, I don't know, the the too hard like K sounds both at the beginning and the end there. It's a little too much. So, you know, I prefer dick. It's less like invictive. Yeah, I, that's a really common thought with dudes. Like, I feel like a lot of dudes refer to their own genitalia as cock. I don't know. I feel uh, there's something. There's something porny about cock. Like, if I'm, like, referring to, you know, I something that, like, I want your cock. Like, that sounds, like, falsely dirty to me. Like, it sounds like it's trying too hard. Yeah, I agree. I always hate the little, like, porny things that you can say something and you're like, oh, damn it, that sounds porny. Yeah, no, I, I think I pretty much always use dick. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. Glad we agree. I mean, I yeah, dick. But. Anything else to add on this uh, bedwatch segment? I think we need to pedal furi- furiously away from the bedwatch segment. Okay, that sounds good. So, we have wonderful friends and family who have sent us voicemail and email. And yeah, so how did you say you wanted to do this, Emily? Do you want to do it from like first to last? Or do you just want to hear Dom's first? Yeah, let's do... Well, let's just do... Yeah, let's do earliest to latest. Earliest to latest. Okay, so yeah. Uh, first one... Um, oh. Yes. So, uh, first one is from Dom. He says, Hey, ladies. Congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. Very proud of you. And I know I'm not the only one. It takes a lot of time, dedication, effort for you to reach this milestone. If you ever questioned whether it was worth it, I've attached something that hopefully shows you it was. <laughs> no! <laughs> ah! Okay. Let me do this. I need to have my phone away from the mic so I don't scream into the mic. I do that sometimes. All right. Uh, you see, this is what I was nervous for. Is just... Oh. Okay. Let's see you here from Candabitch number one. Okay, let's do this. Yo, congratulations, Emily and Britt, on episode 100. I am now going to embarrass myself for Is you. This the rap? Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, the ladies, where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto. No shame in the game, make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks, please love on my socks. 
Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Can't kill bite, episode 100. Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time. I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes. My top three running through my head, you know. So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo. My girls E and B deserve congratulations. Our adulation for the weekly creation. My last celebration was all about them, but this time I gotta drop lines for our friends. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Start off with my Aussies, Catherine's a sweet one. Brought cash into lunch with Canto bitch number one. Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes. The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face. Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brews. Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve. Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet. Last shout to Fushi, dude, I didn't forget. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my Canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse be it scum and villainy King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson, boo this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three, And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric. questions <laughs> oh my god we, well first of all we should have saved this for last because how is anybody gonna talk that i'm honestly in tears <laughs> between both laughing so hard and also that you guys would go over that like amount of effort oh my god so this was the rap you guys this was the rap and it was for us! Johnny Cross rapped for us. I can't believe this is real life. And okay, was that actually Eric Strothers? I think so. Oh my god. I'm gonna play that at my wedding. amazing okay well first of all we're gonna have to put that up on its own as well
Yeah. I'm speechless. Thank you guys so much. Dom, Johnny Grosso, possibly Eric Strothers. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, that was so good. Oh my god. <sighs> Holy fucking shit. I don't even know what to say. <sighs> Just it it makes me feel so special that you know you take time out of your days, weeks months to you know listen to us and especially like make a fucking rap for us that's really sweet uh, and i love like talking about other people who listen to the show that's so cool because i mean so many people that i'm friends with like including you Britt, are people that i met because i listen to other people's podcasts yeah and show to like have like that community within our podcast too i'm god damn yeah we definitely should have saved this for last because holy shit i don't i don't know how to function after that that was so good there's a reason that dom is kantovich number one that's the reason oh my god and i gotta say like dom has been so supportive like from the beginning I mean, this, you know, he does our outro song, but also just always, always, like, commenting and retweeting and, like, just in general telling us that we're awesome, which is a thing that I struggle with. So, you know, thank you a lot. Yeah, thanks, Dom. I mean, Dom was, you know, the first person I met in this community, and... It just means so much to me, you know, all of the friendships that, you know, that I've made through this, you know, wonderful journey. Like, I was talking to Josh Chapman about this last night because I was recording with him for uh, Star Wars Smelt Out. Definitely check that out whenever it is uploaded. But just, I'm so thankful for this community and, you know, what happiness, you know, it's brought me. I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, you know, it's so funny because I... I still think about how nervous I was when I met Steel Saunders for the first time. Because and we and we've talked about this before, but if you're newer to the show, you hadn't heard. Which is, I I got into uh, Steel Saunders Steel Wars podcast because he did a, a comedy podcast that I listened to, and he really is like what brought me into Star Wars fandom again um through through the podcast and through his podcast I found all sorts of other podcasts and became friends with a bunch of other people who listened to his show I was so terrified to meet him a couple of years ago at LA Podfest even though we had I'd been like talking to him online for you know four or five years but he was awesome and now he's somebody I would count as a friend and through him and I don't mean to sound like a kiss ass or anything but really it is because of him that our podcast exists because we wouldn't we wouldn't know each other otherwise and that in turn has brought all these other people like into my life like fucking Johnny Grasso like there's no other circumstance under which I know Johnny Grasso (laughs) oh my god 
but I do know Johnny Grasso, and I fucking love Johnny Grasso. Johnny and and Hawes and Mikey, and then Dom, who I still need to meet. Hopefully, you know, at this next celebration, or maybe he'll have another chance to come out to New York for work or something. But you know, and and Catherine Neen, and and Chapman and Turbo and all our Australian friends, and. And then, like, Colleen and Rebecca and Jesse and and everybody. And I don't want to start, like, I don't want to be, like, naming names because I know I'm going to forget somebody and then I'm going to feel, like, fucking terrible about it. But, and I'm still meeting people and I'm still making new friends with people. Like, I, you know, over the past, like, couple months, it's been getting to know the guys who do Geek Dudes. And, and then, like, Lady J off of that, who is now, like, one of my favorite people on Twitter, it's just, it's sort of ridiculous how quickly it becomes this community. Yeah, I definitely feel like all my life I've struggled with, you know, finding, you know, community. You know, I would look in all these different places, like in tennis or, you know, in school or in certain things. And, you know, I feel like I've finally, like, found my place in this wonderful like little community and it makes me so happy especially you know going to these places and meeting all these great people then seeing friends I've been talking to online for years like especially you like meeting you was one of my biggest highlights like from this whole thing yeah Definitely, and and it's just it. It's sort of crazy how it has all worked. I know it's it's a lot. Like I was recently like going back and seeing what you know what podcasts I used to do, or you know going back and seeing like all the call-in shows I was you know doing when I, with Steel. You know when Steel was doing the call-in shows, like I would call in a lot, and. That's how I met you. Like, I met you on an episode and we were talking about, like, my casino or something. And, you know, now we talk to each other every week on a podcast and even more. And, you know, we are we're friends and I love you. And I don't know where I'd be without you. Oh, man. See, this is... Oh, God damn it. I knew we should have saved it until the end. Fuck. Okay. <sighs> Should we go on? Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, Dom, Johnny Grasso, Eric Strothers, possibly Eric Strothers. Um, I'm going to text you all individually after recording to let you know how much I fucking love you all. And I appreciate you. Bless you all. All right. Uh, do you want to move on to the next? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Am I doing this one or are you doing this one? Um, I'll do it. Okay. I guess when you like you put like the bottom of your phone to like the microphone, it like plays it like perfectly. It took me a hundred episodes to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here's Catherine. Hello, Canto Bashers. Congratulations, Emily and Brittany, on 100 episodes. Every single episode has been great with your unique take on Star Wars and more. 
So much love and death watch to you both from Catherine. So pure. I love Catherine so much. Everybody loves Catherine. It's amazing. There's so many podcasts I listen to and they just talk about how awesome Catherine is. I mean, she is like one of the contenders to take my place. And there is a reason for that because she's just so sweet. She's so kind. Like, I remember for celebration, like, she gave me, like, a shit ton of Australian chocolate. Like, oh my who God, she does gave us, that? She gave us so much goddamn chocolate. It was so good. Was I don't so think good. anything will compare to that. No. I think Catherine is too pure for our podcast. I don't know why she listens. Can't wait to see her in 2020. I hope she's doing ah. okay. Hi, Catherine. Hope Hi, Catherine. Okay. We love you. We love you. We love Jack, too. He's cute. Bring him to California. He would like wouldn't that mean her. like wouldn't that mean like putting the cat in quarantine or something? Don't you have to do that when you bring in animals? No, I mean sometimes if you say that they're like a therapy cat or something or their therapy cat, they can like chill with you on your seat. But I don't know. I feel like especially like now, like I see so many therapy dogs, therapy cats, ferrets. I don't know. Well, hopefully, if if you get Jack here, he's safely flown on his own terms. But yeah, thank you, Catherine. Check out her podcast, That Keek Pod. Yes, it's very good. Yes. With Andy. Andy's great, too. Just all the Australians are so nice. Like, I was talking to Josh about it last night, and, like there's just like so many like wonderful people and then like i always oh i'm always afraid of like missing someone like i was like talking and i'm like i forgot to mention turbo and i was just like stop everything turbo is great continue conversation <laughs> i fucking love turbo me too he's so sweet just uh just this community of people i don't deserve this i do not deserve all of you kind people in my life Okay. Thank you again, Catherine. Appreciate you. Okay. I will play Rule Farm Boy's voicemail. He's going to end it with see you on the radio. <laughs> I'll do Miss Emily, Miss Brittany, and this Canto Bite Dispatcher Girls. Want to give you my congratulations on your 100th episode of Yinz's show. And I want to thank you for all the hilarity you put in our playlist each and every week for doing what you do. And I'm sure our friends are grateful for it too. And I hope you're up for many more because we're all up for many more lessons. So congratulations again. The force of others is surely with Yinz. And I look forward to your show on my playlist. See you on the radio. Thank you. I gotta say, Austin is one of the most supportive people in the Star Wars podcasting like community. Yeah, he's a definitely great addition to the community because he 
always posts about different podcasts and he always tags different podcasts and posts or different podcasters and posts and asks their opinion on certain things. Like I saw that he tagged a bunch of people and, you know, they'll make solo two happen again thing and talking about, you know, what they liked about solo. And I just think that's great. And I think that we need more people like Austin in this community. Yeah. And just, he's, he listens to a huge number of Star Wars podcasts. He's always posting about, what he's listening to and recommending it to others and seeing what other people are listening to. He's definitely like the embodiment of, as, as Steele would say, pot it forward. He is the pot it forward. But yeah. Thank you. Roll farm boy for the voicemail. I always appreciate hearing you on the radio. All right. Um, do you want to start playing some now? Yeah, sure. Okay. Got one from Rick Villanova, who we met at Celebration. Did you meet Rick? I think so. But, okay. I also keep forgetting to tell this story. When I was walking on the show floor on, I think it was day five of Celebration, there was someone that walked up to me with a Lego microphone and just started talking to me. And then, like, I thought it was just, like, oh, cool, like, a random person. But then he started, like, asking me. He's, like, hey, so how did you feel about meeting Emily? And I'm, like, oh, my God. You know me. And it was such a cool (laughs) thing. Like, I was, like, oh, my God. And, like, I do this weird thing for some reason, like, especially when I'm with people in person. And they, like, put the microphone in my face. I just look directly in the microphone. Like, I don't know why I do this. Like, I cannot talk with someone, like, podcasting, like, face-to-face. Because, like, I just look at my microphone the whole time. Like, it's the weirdest thing. So here I was just, like, staring into this wonderfully crafted Lego microphone. But I don't know if I met Rick. I probably did. But hi, Rick. Thank you. Hey, Emily and Brittany. This is Rick in Chicago. And first and foremost, I would like to congratulate you both on 100 episodes. Uh, Personally, I came into your podcast kind of late, kind of in the 80s, and I've backtracked a little bit um, and listened to some, and I've kept up with you guys since, and uh, I like what I hear, and I'm going to keep on listening, and I hope to hear 100 or 200 or 300 episodes more, so cheers to you for that. Um, Let's talk a little bed watch. Um, First and foremost, Maz last week, um, Chewbacca... Yeah, that would mean that Chewbacca's stepping out on uh, Mala, uh, but she's canon, I believe, and so is Lumpy, if I'm not mistaken. He's got a family, so the idea that Chewie might be stepping out on uh, on his family for Maz, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> We're assholes. Um, I know it's all make-believe, and it's in space and stuff, so we'll just leave it at that. But if I had to throw out a bed watch for episode 100... Um, Let's go. Uh, let's go for somebody that we know has done the deed at least once in Star Wars, and that's uh, Kanan Jarrus. You know, he's got uh, he's got a child with with Hera. So we've been told. So what do you think about um, Blind Jedi Kanan Jarrus in uh, Bad Watch? So I will leave you with that. Once again, cheers on 100 episodes. I will talk to you soon. May the force be with you. Uh, first of all, 
Thanks. I think it's it's cool because I sort of I forget that podcasts are something that people can come into late, even though I come into late into podcasts all the time. But it's cool to know that people are still discovering the show. Um, Kanan, Brittany, you watched more Rebels than I did. So you might want to start out on this one. I definitely think Kanan Jarrus is a lover. And I also think that he's a really big boob guy. Like, I really think that he just <laughs> loves to just grab him. That's my take. Okay, well, I don't have much to grab. So that's not going to work out too well. I mean, he's a good looking guy. I'd fuck him. Yeah, I think I, I, I think he is like sort of in between in terms of being the overly like sappy romantic stuff that I don't want and then like the chronic stuff we were getting into earlier. Like I don't yeah. think he's going to get all like weepy necessarily. He does have a strong romantic streak from what I know like the little I've like seen of clips of stuff with him and Hera. But he's gonna he's gonna make sure you have a good time. Oh yeah, like I remember reading about his time like after Order sixty six, and he was a little baddie. You know, he would break the rules and he would drink a little too much. And definitely, I think he got around a little bit. I think like he found, you know, he would experiment. Maybe you know, be like, you know, maybe I want to fuck this way, or maybe, you know. I'm going to be like this, but you know, he met Hera and I think he immediately changed. Like that's when he became a lover is when he met his lover. Oh, by the way, it is canonically Eric Struthers in the song. We have oh, confirmation. Yeah? I mean, I assumed cause it'd be really weird if he said it was Eric Struthers and it's like, you know, some rock and roll dude off the internet he stole from, but yeah, it's definitely Eric. He just got oh. back to me. Oh really? Oh my yeah, yeah, god, yeah. we're special enough to get Eric's music on our podcast. Oh. Men can fucking play guitar, man. It's one of my dreams to go see one of his shows. Like, Carlos and I talk about this, like, all the time. Like, how much we want to go, like, travel, like, just to see his band perform. Yeah. I'm like, God happen. damn, why didn't I know who Eric Struthers was when I lived in Indiana? And it was like, you know, a few hours drive. Why don't we just make an Eric Struthers road trip? Like, you go from New York, I go from California, you know, we'll meet not really halfway, yes. but yeah, <laughs> let's, let's it's, do it's it. sort of halfway. Yes. Eric Struthers, yeah. rock god, played as a song. It was so fucking good. God damn it. Oh my god. I still can't get over how kind that was of them to do that for us. I know that's like real work. Especially when you're coordinating it amongst more than one person. Ugh. God damn it. Ugh. These people are so nice. We need to like host like a Kanto by like dinner for them when in anaheim like i'm ready like i'm ready to get my cooking skills and check and make them a nice meal to show my appreciation for their hard work and appreciation of our 
silly little podcast. Also, man, next time one of the podcasts I listen to has a milestone, I really have to up my game. <laughs> Not just be like, eh, here's, here's a like, congratulations email. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm loving all the congratulations emails we've got, but now that people have been like insane in what they've sent us. I know, I was thinking about it, and I don't even think I sent anything for Carlos's uh, <laughs> <100th> episode. <laughs> god you suck i even told him that i'm like i don't even the guy sent you anything and he's like nah it's fine and i'm like god now i have to like do something big for 200 like emily you gotta help me out we have to like okay. do like a musical performance like maybe we can do like a mashup of like songs or musicals and put their names into it or something i don't know i don't fucking know i'm not creative what's carlos's favorite disney song I don't know. I have to ask him. I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll keep this going. We'll keep this going. Okay. Why well, do I can song like, lyrics? Anything, anything from anything Aladdin. from Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well. Oh yeah, and Chewbacca. Like maybe something happened in Mala or something. Yeah. I. I sort of, I vaguely remember learning that Mala was canon again, and then I just forgot about it, because, I mean, they never say anything about her in the movies. Maybe, maybe Lookies are polyamorous by nature. Maybe Ma's really wanted that Wookiee dick, because she knew she could, he couldn't get it, or that she couldn't get it, because, you know, he's a loyal husband to his wife. Oh, so it's like when you flirt with a dude who you know is safe. Because they're, like, involved. Yeah. Maybe. No, that's a bad thing. But yeah, thank you, Rick, for the voicemail. Yeah, and thank you for it's listening. It's nice to know that... Yeah, it's nice to know that, you know, you've been listening since 80 and going back. Like, that's... You know, like, I did that with the Sith list. You know, I started listening to them. Actually, no, I went back to episode, like, one and caught up to, like, I think they were at episode, like, 70 or something at that point. It takes time. I appreciate it. It's a lot of hard work going back on a podcast and listening to old episodes. Like, trust me, I've done it. Well, especially awesome. when it's when it's something that's talking about the news on, like, a weekly basis. I mean, it's one thing to go mm -hmm. back to, like, if you're going back to listen to all of Serial or something... That's not really hooked to a certain point in time. But when it's like, hey, here's the stuff that happened in Star Wars a year and a half ago. Enjoy. <laughs> Though I, I say that, but I did just go back and listen to all of the geek dudes. And they're, you know, very pop culture newsy. But they're also just filthy. So that, that like smooths it over. Because you get, yeah, oh, let's, you know, like, let's talk about Shazam is happening. No, it's not happening. It is happening. But then it's also about jizzing in socks. So something for everybody. Yeah, I've been listening to their episodes most recently. And it is something that I am so curious about. Like, especially, like, you know, when they make the jokes about, like, the socks. And, it's like, I want to go back to that episode when they're talking about the socks. Like, I want to know everything 
that is about the geek dudes like i want to know like what episodes <laughs> i need to go back and listen to like i need someone you know like how with steel how they do like the episodes where it's like people talk about their favorites or something like i need someone uh-huh. to make that for the geek dudes so i can go back and like listen to those episodes uh, well I'll, I'll find the one where the where Sockgate started it wasn't it wasn't that many ago and that was right around when i started listening so yeah because that's when i started getting like i i would see people talk about it on twitter and that's when my attention was grabbed yeah because i had seen chris fresh had been on steel show a couple times so i sort of like i knew who he was but hadn't hadn't listened to the podcast with any regularity before that but then i'm like oh like coming in socks that's totally that's totally my jam let's listen to that i think i don't know like i definitely think that it's not the weirdest thing i've ever heard of doing that in socks no, it's not the weirdest thing. Like, I, I don't think he's like alone in the universe doing that. I just think it's gross when there's disposable options. I guess that's true. But I mean, like, thank God. Hopefully he uses <laughs> like a washing machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is, why, <laughs> why would you want something that you can't just throw away? I don't know, like, maybe he just wants, like, his socks to be part of him. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm wear- like maybe it's, like, good luck to him or something. I don't know. Like, I have the jizz in my socks. I'm going to have a good day. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, famous, that famous saying, if you have jizz in your socks, you're going to have a good day. <laughs> Okay, okay, we got a we got a voicemail from King Kong. All right, uh, do you want to play it or do you want me to play it? Yeah, I, I have it. Okay, let's do it, King Tom. Hey, Brito and Lindo, I'm calling in with a bit more of a serious matter than usual this week. I really enjoyed episode 99. It gave me a whole new appreciation of Maz Kanata. <laughs> but the real reason I, I was looking forward to it, you know, I, there have been two things I've been doing this past week. First, I've been getting ready to order my new furniture and decorations for my office at Cano by Dispatch Headquarters. <laughs> but the other thing I've been doing, I've been waiting on pins and needles to, to hear all about how Brito spoiled Spider-Man Far From Home for him. <laughs> And I was looking forward to this story, and I listened, my attention fully devoted to my future podcast about how Emily spoiled the movie. And she told the story, and then I started thinking. And I thought back to when I saw Spider-Man Far From Home, leaving the theater, one of my first thoughts was, wow, I wonder if Emily knows. I wonder if I could say something to Emily that would you know, nudge her in that direction. And so I'm listening to, to, to Brito tell the story and, 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 and say what happened. And I am realizing that my thoughts were the same exact thoughts <laughs> as Brittany's. And yet Brittany did something about it. But still, I would have done the same exact thing. And I want everyone else who out there who is in contention to be a co-host of the great Cano Bite Dispatch <laughs> to realize 
that had they seen Spider-Man Far From Home, deep down inside, they were all thinking the same exact <laughs> thing. And even though she did something about it, you know what? Fellas and ladies, we're no better than Emily. <laughs> we're no better than Brittany. I mean, you know, Brittany is part of what makes the Canobite Dispatch an amazing podcast. And, you know, for, for now almost 100 episodes, 99, you ladies have made Friday mornings fun. <laughs> I mean, not that they're not, but you've made them go by quicker. I'm not just sitting around thinking about the weekend. I'm listening to you. And you're, you both are so insightful and witty and funny. And I enjoy your podcast so much. And you know what? Even though, you know, I had that dream, even though I picked out the wallpaper for my office, I'm just going to be a regular listener. Because you guys work so well together, and I can't thank you enough for what you do every week for the rest of us. So thank you very much. Thank you for Bedwatch. Thank you for Fuck, Mary Kill. Thank you for the voicemail song. And thank you for Death Watch. I will talk with you later. Oh shit, I totally forgot to do the death, the voicemail song. Just do it now. Voicemail, it's a voicemail song. We have so many voicemails today. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's so many voicemails and I don't know where I'm going with it, so it's going to stop now. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I had to bail on that one because I got lost in my head because I was still thinking about King Tom's voicemail. Okay, King Tom is taking himself out of contention. I guess that's good for you, Brittany. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Thank God, because he would have made a fantastic co-host. I wonder what wallpaper he would have chosen. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Dude, we need to have him on sometime. Oh, yeah, definitely. We need to have a lot of people on. I think after... I've moved. It'll be a little bit easier to coordinate. Yeah. Yeah, we can have like a whole month of guests. Yes. It'll be exciting. Thank you so much, King Tom. It it always means a lot. I'm, I mean, I'm going to get weird here. Like, it always means a lot, you know, especially when, you know, people like King Tom talk about, you know, our podcast. Because, I mean... It, that's a really big deal because, you know, I remember hearing King Tom on, you know, like when I was first listening to like now this is podcasting and, you know, Blue Harvest and the Sith List. And his opinion means so much to me. And hearing him talk about like how like we make his like Friday mornings like better like that. That really means a lot to me. And also, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Because, like, are you really a Star Wars podcast if King Tom doesn't listen to you? No, you're not. No, you're not. But thank you so much, King Tom. We have to have you on sometime for Death Watch. Death Watch. All right. Um, do you want to read the next one? Sure. Let me get back into that i was just letting tom know that his voicemail worked because he messaged me to see if it did yeah so. we got one from colton and it says howdy canto biters 
Congratulations on 100. Y'all are a fun listen, especially in snow, slow news weeks when your banter carries the episode. Hope y'all are having a great summer, and I'm looking forward to another 100 episodes. Cheers, Colton. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's especially, it's, it's good to know that we do okay on the slow news weeks. I think that's where we sort of get a little bit, fuck, what are we going to talk about this week? But I also, in reality, think those are the episodes where I also have the most fun. Yeah, I think last week's was perfection with the shining and everything. I should watch more movies, I think. I think that's popular. Yeah, you got to watch I mean, you got to watch Bill and Ted. Okay, Excellent Adventure, not Bogus Journey. So Keanu Reeves is Ted. Yes. And then who's Bill? Oh god, I never remember the actor's name and I feel really bad about it. his name is Alex Winter. Hmm. Hmm. It's so good. I just rewatched it. It's it's. I was gonna say it's excellent, but no, it actually is. Are they like doing like a new Bill and Ted movie? Yeah. Bill and Ted three. They've only done three. It's, it's very exciting. This they've they, there was there was Excellent Adventure and then there's Bogus Journey, which I don't like nearly as much as Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I guess I'll have to check that out. I mean, is there anything else that you think I should watch? Well, I mean, it'll come up. It'll be something when we're talking about something and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you haven't seen blank. Um, but if people are listening and they want to, like, what what movie do you want Brady to see? No, and I don't suggest, like, Serbian film or something that's just going to be horrific. Something that there's a possibility she might enjoy, but, you know, is outside of her realm of movie experiences. We need also a segment name for this. Yeah. So, yeah, send in suggestions and send in what we should call it. And maybe there'll be a song. Yeah, Emily, we'll do the song for the new segment, too. I think it's time you do a song. Emily, I'm not as musically talented as I used to be. I used to (laughs) sing in church choir. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was in in high school choir. That's cool. Yeah, I always remember getting really mad and performing arts in seventh grade because I'd always try out for the solos. And I'd never get them. And, like... I tried really hard, and I never got them. And I've always wanted that opportunity to get the solo. Well, you could have a solo on our show. Yeah, but I'm not as talented as I used to be. I don't have as many skills. Have you heard the voicemail song? Talent and skill are not requirements. It's my favorite song. All right. Um, I'll play the next voicemail. Also, thank you, Colton, for the the email. Colton's cool. I remember hearing him on the Sith list. I remember like asking Carlos. I'm like, "Hey, doesn't Colton email you guys too?" Like, it's always nice being like, "Hey, I know you from this podcast." But yeah, 
All right. You got a voicemail from Blue Harvest Podcast. Okay, wait till it's... Congratulations on 1,000 episodes. Time flies when you're having fun with 1,000 episodes. All right. Here it is. Oh shit, Canto Bite Dispatch, 100th episode. Hi Emily, hi Brittany, it's me, it's Halls from Blue Harvest, and guess what, Will's here too. Aggressively toss the salad. Man, that is uncalled for. <laughs> Come on man, we're trying to wish Emily and Brittany a happy 100th episode to tell them how awesome we think they are and like how much we enjoy the podcast. You have to have something to offer these ladies some words of encouragement something to like propel them on to not just another 100 episodes another 200 300 400 sky's the limit so come on will aggressively toss the salad. wait what was that i couldn't really hear you aggressively all right toss you're the cu- salad. You, fuck, you cut off all right sorry guys um yeah i just wanted to stop by for a second and wish you guys a happy 100th episode you're the best I'm so glad that uh, we've gotten to hang out now because of Star Wars Celebration, and I can't wait till next Star Wars Celebration, and um, I just think you guys are the coolest. Your show is awesome. It's so funny. I have such a great time listening to it, uh, even if it maybe makes me blush a little bit, Um, but really, I think the world of you guys, I'm so happy you guys have reached the 100 episode mark. And I can't wait to uh, hear any more. Any more. That was dumb. Many more. And before I let you go, I just wanted to throw in a suggestion for Bedwatch. I'm not expecting you guys to do it tonight. I know you've probably got a lot uh, going on for the recording. But maybe just throw it onto the list. And when you have some time, you could get to this. And I think you both know who it's going to be. So I'll just... Get it over. I'll just say it. Ben Quadraneros. I need to know. Add it to the list. Let me know what you guys think. Once again, you're the best. All the best. Can't wait to hear episode 100. And uh, many, many more to follow. Not any more. Many more. See you guys. Who's Ben? Hilariously, I think he might already be on our list. I'm going to check because I don't remember who it was. You know, sometimes I'm at work or I'm at home and I find myself accidentally saying aggressively toss the salad. Or I'm petting my cat and I'm like aggressively toss the cat. Like it's. It's a thing. It's actually my favorite soundbite from Blue Harvest. It's so good. Fucking haws in that soundboard. It's my favorite thing. Uh, ben Quadraneros is the. Oh God, he's you know the little like try like the diamond shaped dude, the pod racer guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I think so. He's like yellow, and he looks like a cartoon. Yep, I see him. He's... Look at those teeth. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, Hossie, actually, he's already on the list because you and Andy Campbell are thinking the same way. Oh, you and Andy have the same Star Wars crush. <laughs> and we probably will get to Boba Fett at some point. Maybe. Although maybe you don't want us to because it might be negative. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Thank you so much, Haas. Yeah, thank you, Haas. You know, Blue Harvest is one of my, you know, like, go-to, since it's one of the Star Wars podcasts that I've been listening to for the longest, like that, and, and, and Rogue One, two just solidly good Star Wars podcasts that are so much fun, because they just have hella charming hosts. Yeah, I've been listening to Blue Harvest for a couple of years now, and it's my favorite. Like, I don't work on Saturdays anymore, but when I do, I'm excited because, you know, I get a new episode of Blue Harvest. And especially after meeting, like, Haas and Jesse and Will, like, they are the kindest people. Like, I'm so blessed to have all three of you as friends. Yeah, and I hope at some point I get to meet Will. He better come to Celebration. Like, I will start a GoFundMe account to bring Will to Celebration. Maybe. But he's so sweet. He's one of the kindest people I've met all my life. Seriously. But yeah, thank you. Everyone should listen to Blue Harvest podcast because it is one of my favorite Star Wars podcasts and just podcasts in general. Like, Will and are so funny and so great and so kind I love them thank you guys alright here it is Emily whose do you want to play first the geek dudes or Lady J um let's let's start with the geek dudes Our, our podcast feud I wonder if he's heard the show notes lately I never read show notes, so I don't know. Hmm. All right, here are the geek dudes. Sweet love Canto Bite Dispatch, it's Jonesy from Geek Dudes here, wishing you many happy and full socks. Yes, and it's Mitch, got a big hug for the both of you. And hey now, it's um, the scary one, Chris Fresh here, Brittany, I hope you're composing yourself. As I have said, I adore both you, Brittany and Emily. Um, the Canto Bite Dispatch is one of my favourite Star Wars, and one of my favourite podcasts in general which is pretty remarkable when you think about it, considering that, Brittany, you have at times declared that you're scared of me, and Emily backed that up. (laughs) Then, Emily, you revealed after binging podcasts featuring Mitch Jonesy and myself, you had a sexual dream about one of us that you said wasn't that great, and I believe the term mediocre was thrown around. Not only that, but when I was listening to that, I went to respond and then had the ultimate heartbreak of seeing that Emily no longer follows me on social media. So, happy 100th 
to a podcast that's our friend? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, no, seriously, we love you. <laughs> Sweet loving for both of you. Yeah, so apparently I somehow unfollowed Chris Fresh on Twitter and didn't realize it until I was listening to the latest Geek Dudes. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? You know how I said I was nervous when I was first uh, recording this podcast? Uh-huh. It was because I knew that I would hear the voice of Chris Fresh. And it was, it was, you know, a little hard to compose myself, but I might have let out a little squeal, but I did well. You got through it. I got through it because I was, I was thinking of those socks, you know, it, (laughs) you know, that one thing that you just like think about, you know, like the. Okay, you think of, like, unicorns. If you're, like, nervous or something, think of, like, uh, Mendo. Like, I think of socks. No, I, I really don't. That's weird. But thank you, guys, so much. Yeah, seriously. And I know I've been talking about it, like, a lot. Not just this episode, but the last, like, several episodes we've been, we've been plugging their show. But genuinely, Chris, Mitch, Jonesy. I fucking love the podcast. I'm so excited whenever there's a new episode that, and like, you know, Hey, Hey, it's a podcast too. The three of you are so funny together. And I just, I absolutely adore it. And I absolutely adore all of you. Yes. Even you fresh. Yeah. I'm, you know, I just started listening to you guys and I'm really excited to get to know you all. Jonesy, Chris, Mitch, Dirty Uncle Mitch. Oh, he's a dirty uncle? <laughs> oh, I have a lot to learn. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so dirty one of them Mitch. comes in socks. The other one's a dirty uncle. And the other one is just fucking scary. What a great combination. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Or, sorry, he's a monster. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and one of them is mediocre at sex in the one dream that i had you see i really want to know which one it is but i know that the second i find out i will accidentally hint at it too much and that everyone will find out yeah that's why i'm not telling you and that's the best for you because now it is well known that i cannot keep secrets or spoilers to myself (laughs) all right um do you want to play lady jay's or do you want me to play Lady J's? Yes. I'll play right now for you. Yeah, you can play it. Um, for those who don't listen, Lady J is the girlfriend of Jonesy from the Geek Dudes. She's been on their show a couple times, and she's been doing a couple like bonus shows with Jonesy um, called Keeping Up with the Joneses, and she's hilarious and great. Yeah, she's great. I've been, I just watched or listened to their Attack of the Clones review, and it was really funny. Oh, yeah, because she's been watching, like, the movies for the first time. So it's been really cool to see 
her reactions to them. Hmm. I know it's great. Can we to hear her run to the Sith one? But all right, here is lovely Lady J. Lady J here from Keeping Up With The Joneses. Um, my other half has already sent some best wishes by Geek Dude, so Jimbo, the Wonder Dog, and I thought we'd say happy 100th. Keep up the great pod. As a Star Wars newbie, it's been really good to be able to figure out who's who and who has a sexy sock time, thanks to Bedwatch. Have a wonderful episode, and hopefully we can catch up with you in Anaheim next year, if all goes well. Maybe me and Jones, not me and the Wonder Dog. There's a customs issue there, I think. Anyway, happy 100. Beautiful. Thank you, Lady G, and I definitely hope you guys make it out. That'd be so much fun. I hope so, too. I want to take you all out to dinner and tell you guys how much I appreciate you all. Thank you. So sweet. Oh, everyone's so kind sending us voicemails. All right. Uh, should I play the one from Cruiser? Yes, lovely Luke Cruiser from The Bad Motivators. Another awesome podcast that he does with Eric Strothers and Dallas Wood. Oh, Eric Strothers. So true. So. <laughs> he wrote a song for us. Okay. Oh my god. Can't believe it. Ugh. I want that as my ringtone. I might have to see if I can. I mean, I want the whole, like, I'm keeping the whole thing. I'm going to lose it all the time, but I might edit out that solo and, like, put it on my phone. Okay. Let's hear what Luke has to say. Hey, Brittany and Emily. Congratulations on episode 100. You ladies rock, and it was one of my greatest thrills to meet you both at Celebration Chicago, and here's to Anaheim. Now, if this question's already been asked in the past, I apologize. I don't get a chance to listen to every episode, but let's do Mandalorians. Fuck, Mary kill. You got Jango Fett, Boba Fett, and the Mandalorian. Now, I get it. You're like, well, Boba Fett, Jango Fett, they're similar. Yeah, but one's got that clone dick, and we got no idea. I know it was unaltered, but still, it was uh, machine-made, so we don't know how that's going to go. So, fuck, Mary kill out of those three. And if you have time, because I know you probably have a lot of messages today, do a bed watch on the fucker. Later, ladies. You go first. I mean, it's hard because we don't know the Mandalorian yet at all, except the fact that it's Pedro Pascal, and he is one of the most handsome men on the planet. Mm-hmm. He is, like, devastatingly good-looking. Um... Do you think clone dick is like? Do you think the clone dick is different? 
I don't think so. I mean, I think when I think of a clone, I think everything's the same, except I don't... Well, they can reproduce because that one clone in the Clone Wars had a family. So... Yeah, so everything was working yeah. down there. Like, maybe it's even better. Like, maybe one of the people making the clones was a little bit pervy, and he's like, I'm just gonna, like, mess around with the DNA here and, like, add on a couple inches. Yeah. Maybe. All right, Emily, who do you got? I think because I like Hawes so much, I can't kill Boba Fett. So I think Jango Fett's going to die. I think. Oh. I mean, basically, it's do you want to marry this one dude in an armor who you don't know anything about or this other dude in armor who you don't know anything about? Although, he's Boba Fett's kind of a brat as a kid. So, I think I'm going to fuck Boba Fett and marry the Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. Only because... You know, I think of, like, marrying the Mandalorian. It's, like, one of those, like, married at first sight kind of things. You know? Like, the relationship in the beginning is, like, oh, we're married and, oh, we're getting to know each other and all these, like, fantastic things. And plus, it's a beautiful man. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd kill Django. Fuck Boba. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, and we'll do we'll do Bedwatch on Boba Fett yeah. at some point. I've added him to the list. Yeah. Thank you so much, Luke, for the voicemail. I hope you're doing well, my friend. He was so nice. He was one of my favorite people that I met at Celebration. So nice, so kind. The eye contact. Like, he's one of those people, you know, you talk to and, you know, they give you eye contact. Yeah. yeah it's great. Good oh, hugs. Oh, yeah. Little bit, little bit, a little bit strong, but didn't break any bones, so... You know, doing okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll read Kim's. She says, oh, yeah, thank you, Luke. You're the best. And check out The Bad Motivators, a good Star Wars podcast with three awesome dudes. Yeah, and they just started a Patreon, so they've been putting up a ton of content. Yeah, check really it out. Good. All right. Uh, Kim says, hi, Emily and Brittany. Congrats on 100 episodes. Thanks for nearly two years of hilarious top threes, fuck, Mary kills, Mendo movie reviews, food chats, and the occasional Star Wars discussions. <laughs> <laughs> you girls are so much fun to listen to and are definitely one of the brightest spots in the Star Wars fandom. Congrats again. I can't wait for the next 100 episodes, Kim. Kim's so sweet. Kim's great. Do you know if she's going to Anaheim? I think so. I hope so. Talking to her was wonderful too at celebration. I still have one of her pork prints like laying on my bed. Yeah, I have some of her stuff too. I was just packing it up when I was like deciding what art to, and stuff to keep, and that definitely made the transition to the new place because she's super talented. So talented. Check out her stuff. Um, I'll include her um, Instagram, Twitter. 
all that stuff for her art in the description. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Love you. Okay. Uh, do we, do you want to read Andy's? Yeah. This is from Andy Campbell. Another super awesome person. We met yes. celebration. Hey, Canto Biters. Happy 100th episode. First, a joke. Oh, no. Luke walks into the most Eisley cantina, cradling a slab of dirt in his arms. What'll it be, asks the barman. A pint for me and one for the road. God damn it. Keep up the great work with the podcast. Looking forward to another 100 episodes from Andy and Steph. Oh my god, Steph's amazing too. And now they're engaged and I love them. They are beautiful and kind people. And I don't get the joke. And one for the road, you know, because he's carrying some road. And also, and one for the road, and then I'm going to take one with me when I go. Oh, I thought it was a dick joke. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I get it now. It's funny. How would it be a dick joke? You know what? Never mind. Andy... I feel personally attacked by that joke because that is such a dad joke that I'm sure you that that is a joke you'd need to be sending to Araj at the Sith list. Oh, he's a real dad now with real dad jokes. That means his dad jokes are going to be like a hundred times more annoying to Emily because he's actually a dad making those jokes. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Andy. Check out his podcast, Nike Pod. Do you want to play Josh's? Sure. Okay. Uh, this is from Chop Chapman. Awesome guy. Love him. And let's go. Hey guys, it's Josh from Star Wars Spelt Out speaking. Just wishing you a happy 100th episode, Emily and Brittany. Uh, what an effort. 100 wonderful episodes full of fun, filth and fury. <laughs> um, I don't really have any sort of crazy sort of uh, anecdote or funny story or anything else to, to, to lay in that other people probably have. I was going to attempt some sort of lame bendo impression, but... Uh, you know, it was no good. It certainly wasn't up to standard. Um, so I just want to wish you uh, another hundred wonderful episodes and um, hopefully see you guys at Celebration uh, in 14 months. Can't wait. All right. See you later. Oh, I love Josh. I was talking with him last night and uh, it just reminded me that I'm just so blessed to know all you kind people. Like, And I just can't wait to hang out like more with all these people in Anaheim and like in case like they come to California for some reason or I go wherever for some reason. He's a good dude. Yeah, so many people. Yeah, and, and listen to Star Wars Built Out. I mean, Brittany, you just recorded an episode that I'm assuming will be up sometime in the near future. But also he does just some great interviews with people from all over fandom. And I highly recommend it. And he makes really good beanies. So good beanies. I know one of my porks is wearing one right now. Aw. 
I love it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next, we got an email from Jim, who's somebody who's been with us for a long time and has always been supportive and sent in stuff for the show. So that's cool. And he has this to say. Hi, Cantabite Pod. I just wanted to send a quick email and congratulate you on 100 episodes. It's been so much fun listening to your podcast. Your passion for everything you talk about, from food to Star Wars to Bedwatch, is what makes your podcast so great to listen to. I can't wait for the next 100 episodes and to hear your reaction to the rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, Seriously, Where's the Trailer, Resistance Season 2, and most importantly, to hear Brittany ask my favorite question, Hey, Emily, did you watch The Clone Wars? Sorry, I, don't have any, I didn't have any questions this week, but I just wanted to say congrats, your listener, Jim. Hey, Emily. I keep forgetting there's new, I keep forgetting there's new Clone Wars coming. Hey, Emily. <laughs> just, just a game of chicken. Did you watch Clone Wars? <laughs> N- not since the last time we talked about the Clone Wars on the podcast. Hey, Emily. Yeah. No, I didn't watch the Clone Wars. There is no Clone Wars to watch. Do you want to rewatch? Except that. Do you want to rewatch <laughs> the Clone Wars? <laughs> Technically, technically, there is Clone Wars to watch because I still have that one episode of that fucking micro series that I. Oh hate my hate god! So there's more! <laughs> it's like Christmas Day. Thank you, Jim. I know, Jim's been there since like the beginning. Yeah, I think I feel like that was like one of the first emails we ever got was from Jim. He's a good dude. It's like certainly the first email we got from somebody we didn't already know. Yeah. I'm honored to have Jim aboard the Canto Bite Dispatch. And just hearing from him all the time is always really nice. Yeah, I'm glad to know that people who've like stuck with us who we haven't scared off. Yeah. And if we have scared people, like, I totally understand if we have. Like, I get that we're not for everybody. But I appreciate the people who are who are still with us. I know. Thank you so much, Jim. But also, speaking of people I haven't scared off yet, um, we got a voicemail from the Sith List. Do you want to play it? Oh, yeah. So here we go. Happy 100 Kanto. Here you go. Hope you enjoy. And congrats 100. You guys are awesome. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? How's the uh, slots going down at the Kanto Bite here for you guys? Uh, they're going all right. They're paying a little bit. Just a little, though. Not too much. You guys at uh, 100 credits yet? No. No, man. I, I'm, I'm still at the 50 that I put in. I ain't getting nowhere. He, did, did Boot just say he's getting nowhere with the Kanto Bite? Uh, one of the slot machines at Canto Bite? Yeah. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, yeah. This he's machine like, is it's just not paying, no. You're, you're, the machine is not paying? Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds like a personal issue. 
<laughs> Dude, I got nothing, man. This place is crushing me to death. You know what? I was up a couple bucks, but I'm, I'm down. So I just need a couple more dollars to get to my hundredth. And if I get to my hundredth, it'd be super cool because it's a big deal to get to a hundred credits. It is. It you know is. what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've been trying for a while, yeah. Where, by the way, where the fuck is Les? I saw him go to the Thunder Down Under <laughs> arena over there. Well, I saw him... <laughs> He probably saw Thunder Down Under before, uh, got a big appetite, went there. A lot of sweat, a lot of burned calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes so, sense. Struthers, what's your favorite part about this Canto Bite Casino? The hot chicks, man. So check this out. I was over at the bar. I was waiting in line to get a drink, and there was these two girls there. They were both really cute. And I, remember I was trying to listen in to see what they were talking about so I could pretend like I could be interested in it. And all they were doing is talking about who they would fuck, who they would marry, and who they would kill. And I, I got to be honest with you, it kind of freaked me out. So Was uh, one yeah. of them a redhead? She was, yeah. Oh, I didn't see her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then why did you ask? I just, this place is full of redheads, this place. Yeah, one of them had like a really long neck, which is like, that's my thing, you know? So, yeah, it's good times. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you. Well, I hope we can get to 100. Because if we all can get to 100, then we can pay for Les's escort. That's right. That's right. Thunder down under. <laughs> yeah. The one he's been eyeing for a while. He's yeah. been eyeing it for a while. Yeah. All kidding aside, guys, we wanted to send this voicemail because we wanted to say congratulations on the amazing 100th episode that you're pulling off as we speak. So congratulations from the Sith list. This is Raj. Eric? Eric. Boo? <laughs> Congrats, guys. Good job, honey. I can't wait to listen to all all the other episodes you guys are going to have. See, that's not fair. You can call one of them honey. Damn right. I'm, I'm talking to Emily, so it's fine. <laughs> hey, nice one. I thought you were just saying this is a Raj, and you're telling me to say my name. You're we were just signing off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where I thought you were headed with that, man. Hey, guys, seriously, uh, being a guest on your podcast is one of the highlights of my podcasting year and i'm super stoked for what you guys are up to man every week you're so funny and engaging and uh you're very unique and i love what you do and it's no surprise to me that you made it to 100 and i'm sure that you'll be around for five and six and 800 that would be pretty amazing my highlight of the year was actually listening to eric on your podcast (laughs) that was my highlight well done on that boo were you on the podcast this year uh, no. <laughs> yeah, me either. Okay. No. Well, we're going to sign off on that. Mm-hmm. Les is probably eating still or looking at, you know, male parts. Yeah. But uh, we wanted to wish you a very, very happy 100. We love you guys. Keep up the great work. And we'll catch you on The Rebound. Bye. Oh, we got a little skit. <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are such norks. <laughs> oh god. We we are we're disgusting. Uh Thanks friends. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, you know, like look, obviously the Sith list is important to our podcast both because, you know, Brittany sleeps with one of them. And also, they're just great guys and an awesome podcast to listen to, covering all things geek-related. Yeah. I love them. I love my family, my Sith List family. Thank you guys for thinking of us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I always enjoy listening to your show. 
I mean, especially the parts with Eric. He's really the best part. But you're all you're all okay. I mean, he's the only part I listen to. I'd... And and glass glass buddy, glass buddy. I hope that you're you know sticking to your new diet and and getting your health in check because you need to stick around. Yeah. I love Les, and I love Araj, and I love Eric Strathers, and and I love Carlos. I, I can't do normal things. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. Um, check out the Sith List. They're my all-time favorite podcast, but I'm biased because I'm sleeping with one of them. So, which one? Les. When I was married. And he has a kid now. A beautiful young child. Malik. Who I love. So much. Oh, I just sent them. I got to see if the thing I sent them came. Because I don't know. Because I was doing. I sent it through Pottery Barn. And I. You know, it was one of those things where you do the gift receipt. And you can write a message. But I I didn't sign it. And I don't know. Because, you know, like Amazon sometimes they don't put a name on anything if you send it as a gift and so i don't know whether they'll know it's from me or not i'll have to text Raj. yeah i did that with steel and jackie for their baby shower like i sent them something and i still don't know if they got it (laughs) well i i said something like when my when one of my nieces was born i sent like a big like it was one of those things that was too big to gift wrap so there couldn't be a gift message and i thought they would at least like put the buyer's name on the receipt but they didn't so my sister was just like a facebook post being like hey who if anybody got me this thank you i guess and i'm like oh that was me (laughs) oh i love it but yeah thank you guys um do you want me to play the next voicemail Sure, sure. Oh, it's an email. Oh, because it's an, it has an attached photo to it. All right. So this one's from Turbo, our favorite Turbo in all the land. He says, Dearest Lindo and Brito, congrats on your century together. I remember your first episode like it was two years ago, and my memory is bad, so I had to re-listen. <laughs> uh, all right. Episode one of Canto by Dispatch starts in the Hexi- Halcyon, Halcyon. Thank you. days before the last Jedi Twitter Wars with Emily stating, I'm Emily Lynn, and with me tonight, as always, is my brilliant co-host, Brittany Brown. <laughs> as always. <laughs> uh, straight off the bat, you made it seem like you've been podcasting together forever. I wonder when was the first episode of Brittany proclaimed today. I'm Brittany. It was a second episode. All right. Other classic quotes from Canto Bite episode one include, um, if you don't spoon with your animals, you are a bad person with no heart. I think that's you. I think you said that. That sounds more like you. Really? I don't know. Like, I feel like you're really good with insults. I don't think I use the word spoon. Huh? I don't think I use the word spoon. Yeah, I just, I, I'm not good at comebacks, especially like my first, very first, like, own podcast episode. So I think it was you. 
But I'll have to listen back and see who it was. All right. Um, what is what do you think Mendo smells like? In my head, he smells like whiskey and leather and campfire and like campfire smoke. I feel like I said that. Really, he smells like cigarettes. But yeah, like when I think of a campfire, I think of Mendo. All right, and then uh, the last one is your Hanso theory is garbage, and you are a garbage person for believing it. Definitely you. All right. Um, a few other random observations. The podcast editing seems like all the pauses and conversations are trimmed. What's up with that? <laughs> oh, what's up with that is it was my first time editing a podcast and I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm like, the pauses were making me nervous. Yeah, I would do that too. I'll, I'll, I edit, I'll edit some now. Because sometimes if they're excessive, I'm like, okay, I got to edit that down or people will think that they're podcast stopped yeah oh okay uh the other one is uh the reference to banging a refresher has been there since the first episode on brand since day one and the precursor to bed watch cute all right uh Brittany mentions on because that actually that mm -hmm. oh i was just gonna say that um that actually originated in the episode of Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners that I did. Oh, it's all connected. I still yeah. need to. Does, does Johnny Grasso listen to this podcast? I don't know. Hi, Johnny Grasso. I am formally inviting myself on your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, Hals will hear it, so. Yeah. Maybe. Um,. All right, uh, Brittany mentions on two separate occasions that she used to play tennis. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mentioned it again today, too. All right, uh, this was a time before Boo, where Brittany talks about binge listening to episodes 1 through 44 of The Sith List. By the way, I like that, yeah, when you binge listen to a podcast, you end up dating one of the hosts, and when I binge listen to a podcast, I end up having a mediocre sex dream about one of them. I mean, maybe I've had I had sex dreams about Carlos before we started dating. But also, like, I didn't know him. Like, he was this, like, mysterious dude. Like, he would, like, pop up in my DMs every now and then. He'd just, like, disappear for a few weeks. Like, I'm like, oh, he's the mystery dude. We're going to talk about Porgs for a second. Then he's going to vanish for two months. Like. <laughs> Playing hard to get. But, yeah. Um, This was a time before... Oh, wait. Yeah. This is a time before Emily and Brittany finally met at Celebration Chicago and before I met both of you wonderful Canto Biters. Oh. Yeah, we used to not know each other. Now we love each other. This was a time before Robbo's catchy intro music and Dom's banging outro Canto Bite Dispatch Jam. I can't wait to hear what Dom has <laughs> up his sleeve for episode 100. Whew. You're in for a treat. Um, I am disappointed with the lack of monthly Mendo movies lately. I think this, I think the last one was Captain Marvel. So pick up your Mendo game. Here's a picture of a young Uncle Owen and Director Krennic as a reminder. Oh, Mendo boob. I'm proud to call myself a Canto bitch. And thank you for the most excellent podcast that keeps me mentally and already er, distracted from everyday life. May the force of Strathers be with you. Cheers, Turbo. 
Oh, thank you, Turbo. That's really, it's really cool. Oh my god, there's definitely some stuff there that we had forgotten from episode one. I also didn't know that I was saying, as always, from the beginning. I mean, we make fun of Brittany for being like, today I'm Brittany, but the fact that I was started off episode one with, as always, is hilarious. I'm, I'm honestly, I thought about listening to episode one again, because I, I went and retweeted it the other day, but I'm like, uh, I think I would hate myself. Yeah. I should listen back to it. I I love being sentimental, like like going back and like seeing all the stuff that we've created. Like every now and then, you know, when I'm editing episodes, I go back because I have a whole folder of all of our stuff in order, and I go back to like you know episode twelve or you know the one I did with, the first one I did with Rusty or <laughs> that funny one that you know you did with Aaron from um, OK Cupid. When I was in this yes. world. Oh my god, that was ages ago. I want to go back to Disney World. And I want to know how Aaron from OKCupid's okay doing. Hope he's doing well. He's a good dude. Yeah, Aaron's great. Okay, and Turbo, I promise we're going to get back on monthly meta movies. We, I, I think it just like once we had like missed a month, it became easy to miss like five months. So we definitely got to get back on that. We'll do one. We'll do one in August. I promise. Oh my god, it's been four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. We'll do we'll do the big steal. I have that sitting in my computer. I'll send it to you, Brittany. Speak. Yeah, probably towards the end of August once I'm settled in my new place. But yeah, we'll do it. Back so we can play the Lion King song again. Ooh. If I am ever turned on by a man singing I just can't wait to be king, it is when Mendo is singing. I just can't wait to be king. Like, I want to go to see The Lion King on Thursday, and I want to hear Mendo sing that. <laughs> just the right amount of menace. And it's so hot, too. Like, if I... No, I'm not going to go there. But it's good. Good content. All right. Yeah, And thank you, Turbo. Yeah. Turbo's so sweet love him all right um let me play this voicemail from jesse jesse mcgarity from you creepy podcast a creepy cod or p- creepy podcast with our friend rebecca all right happy cantoversary yay you guys made it to 100 assuming i made it in time i sent you guys a little message for the show love you both can't wait to listen jesse all right and i'll play it right now Hello, lovely ladies of Cantabite Dispatch. Happy 100th episode, or as I'm calling it, Cantiversary, trademarked. I won't sing for you guys. I know that's what a lot of people do in these things, but I will not put you through that torture. However, Brittany and Emily, you're two of my favorite people. I think you're great people, great friends, great Star Wars host. I'm proud to consider you part of my Star Wars family, and I'm always excited to listen. I, I don't have a lot of time for podcasts, but I always make room for you guys. And there's always at least one moment that really resonates for me personally in y'all's show. So I do have a little question to pose to you both. Star Wars porn parodies. Give me your titles. Give me your cast. Give me a brief little synopsis. Other than that, Wow, Cantabite, great moves. Keep it up. Proud of you. 
us. All right, porn scenario. Go. Um. Oh my god. I mean, are we casting like actual porn stars cuz I don't know any porn stars. Do you? Yeah, I don't know any porn stars. You can be like no. porn star names. I mean, I like I like I know, I mean, I know who like James Dean is, but that's about it. Is any the one that slept with Farah from Teen Mom? Possibly. He's the one who like tried to do a real movie or two and it didn't work out for him. Ooh. I mean, the only okay, porn Star Wars porn parody titles. Hmm. Um. I mean, I'm just thinking. I mean, the only one I can think of is yeah. Oh no, go ahead. I'm thinking of just like quotes like "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hoe," or like "The Dick Strikes Back" or something, and like starring like Big Dick Joe <laughs> and. I don't know. Big Dick Joe. That's yeah. That's the fourth right? Big Dick Joe. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I mean, like, you have the I've, Phantom Dick. They have the Phantom Dick. Um, Attack of the uh, Bros. No, that's not porny. Um, Revenge of the Tits. That's a good one. <laughs> Revenge of the Tits is pretty good. Are the tits like sentient? Yeah. But like okay. they're like big tits though. Like they're like the like, uh, This is too this is too informative. Never mind. <laughs> I am not going there when I'm describing things I've seen in porn. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine? Um Padme I'm a on your chest. I don't know. <laughs> the problem is I'm not good with puns because I hate them. I mean, the rise of Skywalker is there already. Yeah. And that's just about a forest ghost getting it on. That'd be like a nice scenario, like Force Ghost Luke, you know, finds another Force Ghost. Finds Force Ghost Mara Jade. I don't know. Maybe that's canon. Isn't it canon though that like Star Wars like sex is canon? Like it I, I think like in like the the Master and Apprentice novel, like some Jedi like went off and like slept around or something. I don't know. I'm, I might be talking my ass, but I thought I heard that somewhere. I don't know. I haven't really heard anything about Master and Prentice in terms of what's actually in that book. I just heard sex is like briefly mentioned. I don't know what the title would be, but I think I would do a Thrawn porn parody. So you got the dude and not in the blue makeup. Because I think it's hilarious in porn parodies when they have the people in the makeup because it starts to rub off. And then, like, whoever they're having sex with just has, like, streaks of blue on them. And it makes me laugh a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of... Uh, I'm not creative with this, like, porn stuff. Like... Uh, Revenge of the Tits, and then, like... I don't know. Princess Lay, um... Yeah, but I'm trying to think of, like, a scenario for this porno. Like, they execute Order 66, and then, like, it ends up, like, them, like, having sex or something. And, like, that's what the clone troopers are doing. It just is, like, it's, like, a big orgy. It's an orgy? Yeah. Yeah, execute orders. Oh, first of all, it's execute Order 69. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, like, an orgy where everyone's just 69ing each other. Yeah, instead instead of it being an order... To kill all the Jedi, it is to... <laughs> to fuck the Jedi. <laughs> to, to... Yeah, it's that's how you conquer the Jedi, is by having sex with them. Hmm. I like it. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, Axiot Order 69. Uh, Star Wars Sex Parody by the Cantabite Dispatch. Yes. Thank you, Jesse, for the the voicemail. Love you, and I'm glad to have you part of the Star Wars family. And to have you as a friend, I love you. Aww. Alright. Um, our lovely friend Michael Condon, one of the funniest people I think I've ever met, um, sent us a question. Um, what is one thing you have said or talked about or admitted that you wish you had not on the podcast? And then what is one thing your co-host has said, talked about, or admitted that you wish they had not? Fuck. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that you, like, you've said that I think. Because if it's something really bad, we cut it. What do you think is the worst thing that I've ever said that you've had to cut? Actually, no, I don't think I want to say that because then it's like, well, there's, there's probably been some like trash talking that we had to cut. Oh yeah. We love to gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like most of the stuff we cut is like when we, when we, it'd be like, oh God, what is the name of their podcast? Or, oh God, well, how do you pronounce that name? And then we feel bad because occasionally I'll be because it'll be like, oh, I can't remember who like one of our Star Wars friends said such and such. And I can't remember who it was. And then if there's like 30 seconds of me going, fuck, who was it? And I cut that out because I feel bad about it. Yeah. Usually when I edit the podcast, I never really cut out anything Emily says only if she like tells me to. Because I always, I don't know, I respect your like on your raw honesty about like certain things. Like I almost wish sometimes I was you know, more unapologetically honest about, you know, certain things. Like, I'm getting better. Like, a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I don't... I don't know that I've... said anything I super regret. And you are better at not apologizing after you give your opinion now. You still do it some, but not as much. Yeah, I'm not as annoying anymore. Actually, yeah, not yet. Um, and I haven't, uh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't had anything like super ranty in a while. I don't think. I don't know if there's anything like I super. I mean, I might regret some of the Mendo stuff that I said today, but I don't think so. Cause I don't. I just don't. I don't care that much. 
in terms of like what people know about my sexual preferences or anything. I mean, maybe if we had a wider audience, I'd be like, okay, I got to dial that shit back. But for the most part, I know and interact with a lot of our listeners and nobody's been super creepy or anything. Yeah, I mean, every now and then, like, we get, like, an email or something that we're, like, are we, do we want to read this? Like, is it okay? But that's only happened, like, once or twice. And, you know, like, sometimes, like, you know, we see something on social media or get something, like, emailed to us that, like, makes us, you know, emotional or something. And then we talk about it. Then we're, like, you know, should we include this or not? Like, I remember seeing someone getting, like, harassed on social media and I, like, did this, like, big rant about it. And then I ended up taking it out because I'm like, ah, this didn't make any sense. Like, I was really sick. Like, that was after we recorded with the Sith List for the first time when I was really sick on DayQuil and I said that I wanted to, to bang Carlos. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was pretty great. I can't believe – I still can't believe I said that. Like, I would have never had the balls to say something like that to someone that I've never met – Never had any communication with. Like, that was literally the first time that we had talked to each other. And then all of a sudden, like, I said I wanted to bang him. Like, I didn't even know what he looked like. Thank God he's cute. Well, it worked out. It did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean... I can't think of anything that, like, you've said that I've cut out. I mean, mm, yeah, they were good. I mean, yeah, we have a good relationship, you know, and especially, like, you know, if if either of us, like, say something that, you know, hurts each other's feelings, we let each other know. Like, you know, you're upset with me that I spoiled Spider-Man, and then, you know, and then now I'm going to prove to you for the rest of my life that, I am sorry, and I deserve a spot on this podcast. And I can't wait till that moment comes in a couple emails. Okay, well, we should we have a couple more we should get through because we've been recording for a while, and I know that's 100, but... Yeah. Okay, so I have one from Dallas, who is another one of the co-hosts from the Bad Motivators, another person we met at Celebration. Pretty great guy. So let's hear what he has to say. Love you, Dallas. Like, really, can we just say something about how good bacon and eggs are? I've got polka dot underwear <laughs> on. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that Krennic is a different kind of Imperial villain. Right. Yes, he is. He's an Australian kind. <laughs> He's perhaps a little sexier than some of them. <laughs> Not quite as sexy as some of the others. Yes. But why is he the only one that gets to wear the cape? Because he's the big daddy. Yeah. That's why. I'm your dad, dude. Well, ladies, uh, congratulations on episode 100. It's difficult to do a podcast, and... Having done one for over two years now myself, um, I really appreciate the hard work you've put in. And it was so much fun to get to be with both of you when you first met and 
hang out in Chicago, and I can't wait till Anaheim. And damn it, let me come on and ruin this thing one time and come over to all of our shows over at The Bad Motivators. That would be fantastic. Ladies, have a good one. And again, congratulations on 100. Thank you, Dallas, and thank you for the lovely Mendo clips. And we are going to have you on. I meant, like, we were originally going to have you on sometime this month, and then I had to end up moving, and it just, like, threw everything into chaos. But you're definitely on our list soon. Yes, very soon. Can't wait to have you on. And I can't wait to have you come down to San Diego again so we can go to Chili's and hang out. Oh, my God. I just hung out with Blake and Andrea recently. The best people. Oh, they're oh great. Oh, my God. And Andrea's great, too. Like, for some reason, like, she's been living down here for a year, and we just have never been able to hang out. But we did. It was beautiful. And I can't wait to do it again. And I can't wait to see Dallas again. I can't wait to share some beers with him, hang out. Such a nice guy. Proud to have him as a friend. All right. Um... Do you want me to play Chris's? Yes, uh, please. Our friend Chris. Chris Willis. All right. Hello, Emily and Brittany. It's Chris here. Long time listener, first time caller. Just wanted to say congratulations on hitting 100 episodes. I've been listening since the beginning. I'm looking forward to at least another 100 episodes of the show. I also wanted to hit you up with a bed watch for this week. Uh, my suggestion is Admiral Motti. Now, this name may not sort of leap to the front of your mind. He is one of the Imperials sat around the big desk in A New Hope when uh, Vader and Tarkin come in. I'll give you a little taste of uh, Mossy. He's the guy that says, uh, don't try and frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Lord Vader. Your sad devotion to this ancient religion has not helped you conjure up the stolen data tapes or given you the clairvoyance enough to find the rebels' hidden fort As you can hear, he's a guy who likes to um, choke. I don't know if that's uh, up your alley or not, but um, interested to hear what you think. Um, anyway, thanks for the show, and I'll uh, no doubt hear from you soon. Okay then, bye bye. There's a lot of choke talk in this episode. I like it. Ooh, Admiral Mahdi. Hmm. Not a choker. Like, I, I feel like he's, like, lost. Like, I feel like he's still finding his groove and what kind of fucker he wants to be. I mean, he's got some balls. And that he's, like, standing up to Vader. Well, maybe, like, this is, like, the final straw for him. Like, maybe, like, Vader's done some shit that he's just like, all right, like, I'm going to let this go. And then, like, finally, this was the breaking point for him being like, you know what? I'm going to say how I feel. And then... Oh, I'm getting choked. You know? Yeah. 
because he he does have that in like he also does have that and this is true a lot of these imperial higher ups which is he's just like that arrogant white dude who you want to smack so it's it's hard to know with those guys yeah i don't know hmm I don't think he'd be terrible. I don't think he would be particularly imaginative. Oh, and apparently his first name is Conan. Like Conan O'Brien? Yeah. Romantic. Conan Antonio Mati. Oh, we have a middle name there. There's no middle names in Star Wars. What's your middle name? Francis. Francis. I like it. What's your middle name? Lee. Krennic has a middle name. What is it? Big Dick. Callan. Callan? Callan. C-A-L-L-A-N. Callan. Orson Callan Krennic. Oh. Ah. <sighs> What a dream. But I don't know about this dude. Like, mediocre. Like, you know how you have that dream about the geek dudes? How you had, like, mediocre sex? Like, I think this guy would give you mediocre uh-huh. sex. Yeah, like, when he's confronting when he's confronting Vader, he has that little smirk on his face. And I feel like he also has that when he's having sex. Like, he thinks he's better than he is. Just like in this scene with Vader. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, Chris, for the voicemail. And thank you, everyone, who has sent us voicemails and emails. Like, it's humbling. Like, I, you know, like, I, I thought of how this was going to go. And, ah, uh, I just, I don't know what to say other than thank you. Like, I'm, I don't know. Emily, you're good with words. I will say this, is I know I talk a lot of shit on the show, but if you've listened for a, for any length of time, you also know I definitely have a big sentimental streak. And it really, it really does mean a lot that, that so many of our friends and our listeners took the time to write in, um, especially people who really, like, made a big production out of it but also just like anybody who took the time to say hey i like what you do and thanks for doing it and congratulations because i mean not to like toot our own horn or anything but a hundred episodes is like a big deal and there's definitely podcasts who've been around for a lot longer than us and podcasts with much higher listener numbers or higher production value but I I like what we do and I'm I'm proud of our show. I know I joke a lot about, you know, we never talk about Star Wars or stuff like that, which is is partially true, but I also think that from the feedback we've gotten, we don't need to be talking about Star Wars all the time because it's not it's not why people listen to our show. And I just I like the fact that people listen, I like the fact that people interact with us. And I just, I like the people who do listen. Like, we have cool people who listen to our show and they're funny and smart. And they make me laugh a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm really proud.
proud that we have the listenership that we do. Yeah. It's just such a humbling experience, you know, creating listenable material and having people, you know, react to it or listen to it. And I, I never thought that I would be capable of, you know, creating something like this and for so long, like, you know, like I remember going to the place to her, wherever I got like my podcasting gear and, you know, thinking like, God, like I'm going to be doing this for a while. Like I really wanted to, and it's something that, you know, I've kept up and it's something that, you know, I've grown to love and I've grown to love Emily and I've grown to, you know, love so many people in this community that have helped me become, you know, the person I am today. Like, you know, I've had my struggles, you know, I've made my mistakes, but I've learned from them and I've grown up. I've, you know, you guys listened to me, you know, graduate college and I was going through a really rough time. Like I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know who I was and slowly learning and much better than I was, but it's wonderful knowing that, you know, I have so many friends to count on and, you know, family too. Like I consider all of you guys family and it means so much to me that you listen, that you talk to us and, you know, that you're friends with us and I couldn't ask for anything more. And I'm truly blessed to have you all in my life. Even if you don't like email us, like I'm blessed to have you in my life, you know, thank you. And on that note, um, Emily, you are about to get a email. Okay. Attached to the email is a resume and cover letter <laughs> that I have spent <laughs> two and a half days on. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, the, the, the subject line on this email is keep me. <laughs> Oh my god, it's holy shit, this is like an actual resume. I went back to every single podcast I have ever been on, called in on, guested on, even a podcast that I was just sitting down in the background listening to what they were talking about. <laughs> okay, well, we'll definitely um, have to put these up when we... When we... Um, put up the episode i would just love for you to read the res the cover letter just the cover letter okay okay let me get the cover letter <laughs> july 15th 2019 1234 cantabite way the cantabite dispatch a star wars podcast cantabite cantonica 34325 dear cantabite dispatch a listing was posted for a podcast co-host on the Cantabite Dispatch, a Star Wars podcast. I'm interested in applying for this position after reviewing the requirements. I work well with others and would love to be part of creating unforgettable and immeasurable content on this podcast. I am currently the co-host of the Cantabite Dispatch, a Star Wars podcast with my friend Emily Lind. Together, we have achieved greatness by recording 100 episodes of podcasts. For years, I have cherished the memories and friendships due to the creation of this podcast. As a podcaster, it's my goal to entertain. 
For the past three years, I've made appearances on Steel Wars, Now This Is Podcasting, The Sith List, Star Wars Spelled Out, and many more. It's my goal to keep my position on the Cantabite Dispatch. I recently graduated San Diego State University, majoring in criminal justice. I took my education seriously and valued it for igniting my interest in podcasting. <laughs> I successfully stayed on the Dean's List at San Diego State while working, attending school full-time, and maintaining a weekly podcast. I am a dedicated, hard-working woman who is able to learn quickly and stay positive in any situation. Over the past seven years, I've learned the importance of teamwork and not spoiling movies for others. Thank you for considering my application. I'm looking forward to fulfilling my qualifications for the Candidate Dispatch co-host position. If you have any questions, please contact me at phone number inserted. Sincerely, Brittany Lee Brown. Surprise! And just some, <laughs> just some highlights from the from the resume, the podcast experience section. Oh well, first of all, the skills section of a decent podcaster, a great friend, and a person to count on. That's me. Podcast podcast experience. Steel Wars live Colin show episode twenty six. Haas Burkhart listener calls on the last Jedi in celebration. Listener caller. April 22nd, 2017. Jesus Christ, you are some fucking detailed shit. Excitedly ranted about the newest season of Star Wars Rebels. Proved to be a great guest in podcasting format. Showed class and elegance on my first podcast <laughs> So, okay. I, for the dates, I literally like went back. Because like there was like the release date. I went back to the day I actually was sitting down on my bed. We're like calling. So... Some of these aren't a hundred, they're only accurate of how I've called them, but like the ones that it's like actual podcast format, I dated, cited, put the episode number, put who I was, uh, my role on the podcast and uh, who I was with. Yeah. <laughs> Steel Wars Live College Show number 27. Emily Lind, listener calls on the latest Star Wars news. Listener caller. Made it my mission to give a great first impression to guest host Emily Lind. Discussed the ins and outs of casinos while entertaining hosts. Got Emily Lynn's attention by sharing stories about casinos. That's true. Oh my god. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a good one. Steel Wars Live Colin, episode 36. Jason Ward and Eric Struthers. Taking Lister Live's call from D23. Live from D23. Called into the live show while in the same perimeter as host Steel Saunders for comical reasons. <laughs> Informed hosts of, my, of highlights of the convention. Stayed calm during technical difficulties inside of the Disney dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> the Candlelight Dispatch Star Wars Podcast, episode 1 through 100. Host with Emily Lind. Continuously proving that I'm capable of maintaining a week-to-week -week podcast. Created a beautiful friendship with host Emily Lind while building our podcast community. Currently entertaining listeners with segments such as monthly Mendo movies and Bedwatch. You guys, there's so much shit here. It's amazing. Oh my god. I mean, I hope you read this over and I hope that, you know, this helps you know in your heart that I am the Canto by Dispatch uh, co-host. Okay. You know, a lot of people have made serious inquiries. I got I got some money from King Tom, although he 
he apparently has, you know, decided to bow to the competition. Good. But uh, <laughs> reading your cover letter and and looking at your resume, I think you're you know you're definitely in the final round. All right, and then you know, let me know if there's anything else you need me to do. I can get you know a professional references. I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. I know some people, and I mean, I have an extensive amount of podcast experience. I have over six pages worth of podcast experience, <laughs> including the great, <laughs> the great Australian podcast award. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. I have my education <laughs> awards. Um, yeah, I have everything, you know, it's here. Just, you know, let me know if you have any questions, if you need to contact any, you know, podcast hosts, you know, especially Steel Saunders. Like, going going down on this list, I have been a guest on Steel's call-in shows, you know, Steel's, you know, blog pods. Like, it's, it's a lot. You have a lot of experience. I know. And you know, I had so much experience before, you know, starting my own podcast. And, you know, look at the experience after that. Just pages and pages long of, you know, creating memories with, you know, like, scroll down to, you know, the Sith list, you know, like, made a lasting impression on, I, I, I almost memorized that. It took me a long time to figure out things to say. But, yeah, I mean, I'm here. I'm ready to learn. Like... I really hope that when I'm applying for jobs, I accidentally don't send these resumes and cover letters. <laughs> this is, I can't, I can't believe. I mean, this is, this is truly something special. Um, Ready? I fucking love you. <laughs> I love um, you. It's been, it's been so much fun to do the podcast with you. And also just to develop like a real a real friendship and I know you're somebody who can I always, can always call when shit's going down and and have done in the past to like freak out at you when I'm in emotional upheaval and I just I also just love talking to you every week about Star Wars and about food and about people we do or do not want to bang it's a friendship that you know, like, when I first heard about, you know, you, I knew that I wanted to have a friend like you. I wanted to have someone who was witty and funny. And especially, like, you know, my first interactions with you, like, I was nervous. You know, I was meeting, like, someone that I looked up to in this community. And I get to call that person, like, one of my close friends now. And that means a lot to me. love you are you crying Aww. no I'm thinking about it I'm close I'm almost there I think that that song with Dom and Johnny Grosso and Eric Strathers like I think that made me nervous more than anything knowing that like people were willing to take time out of their days to make a whole fucking song for us 
That's a lot. So sweet. Hmm. Well, that was a wonderful end to episode 100 of Canto by Dispatch. I don't know if we're going to attach the cover letter and resume. I might have to fix up some things so that uh, my phone number and... Yeah, take that out. Yeah, I'll take that out and I'll I'll give you a new draft of it because... Um, yeah, it was funny. Like, I almost didn't finish the... Um, the re- the um the resume like i i had a 9 hour shift at work today all day <laughs> like literally 9 <laughs> hours like the day went by fast my coworker got in to relieve me and she's like how was your day and i'm like thinking of episode 25 of Colin show <laughs> but yeah it's a lot of shit to go through oh my god but that's hilarious and it made me laugh really hard so i'm glad that you did it but uh yeah again like thanks everybody listen um do we need to tell people where they can find us yeah canto by pod canto by pod at gmail.com at canto brit at esland We love you all. I think we should. I think we should end this by. Yeah, we love you all. I think we should end this by playing that amazing song again. All right, let's do it. Are we gonna say bye? Bye. Bye. Yeah, congratulations, Emily and Britt, on episode one hundred. I am now going to embarrass myself for you. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, the ladies, where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto. No shame in the game, make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks, leaves the love on my socks. Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Canto bite. Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his O face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grosso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse B at Scum and Villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shouted Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson boo 
This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top threes And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.